نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا انه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بلغ الرساله وادى الامانه ونصح الامه وكشف الغمه وتركنا على المحجه البيضاء اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وقدوتنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون <coughs> in the name of Allah the beneficent the gracious the merciful I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah the creator and sustainer of the heavens and the earth and I bear witness that prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his final messenger my dear brothers and dear sisters Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen We are witnessing today One of the extraordinary signs of Allah Azza wa Jal In the abrupt sudden changes That you're coming to witness and see yourself Reflecting the power of Allah And how quickly He can alter our lives And how quickly He can take things away That even the gentle discreet wind That you don't even see This air, this gentle air that nourishes us Night and day to allow us to live Through which you see through which sound travels. In a second, Allah Azza wa Jal can accelerate its speed, such that it destroys, such that it brings branches and trees down, such that it keeps people away in their homes. And this is a tiny, tiny bit of speed that Allah has injected into this wind. Imagine what Allah can, can do when this wind is multiplied by 10 or 20 times the speed. What can happen to this earth? Allah shows us the signs and that's the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. That, that brothers and sisters, you know, a reminder within it that just as this wind has picked up and, and altered our experience today, that our lives can similarly, can be abruptly taken away. And how many of us have been afraid driving on the streets and thinking to myself, today could be my last day. Ten days ago, speaking of the sons of Allah Azza wa Jal, we've heard, all of us in the area have heard of the sudden ending of a, of, of a figure that became a hero, uh, Brother Mujahid Ramzuddin. His life was abruptly taken away on a Wednesday um, morning as he was responding to a neighbor's plea. Uh, a woman that was his neighbor, uh, and he is a police officer for those who are not familiar with the story. Last Wednesday, 10 days ago, came and knocked on his door, he was off duty. And she pleaded with him to come and pick up her stuff, help her pick up her, her stuff from her home, because there was a dispute with her ex-husband. And she was terrified. You know, um, Mujahid didn't think twice. He was off duty resting, as his son told me, resting. He didn't even think twice, picked up his gun, and went to help this woman. And what does he encounter? This man comes from around the house, sees him, surprises him, and shoots him five times in his face that his face was not even recognized anymore. I mean, half of his head was blown away. And he died instantly. And it's an amazing story, brothers and sisters. I was blessed and honored last week, last Friday, to help with his funeral. And I can tell you, just as the wind today was a sign, and Allah will never deprive you of seeing miracles and signs that fulfill or are a reflection of the fulfillment of His promise, I myself was blessed to see amazing miracles and signs last Friday. Because I've never seen myself 
an ending to a life like what I've witnessed on that Friday. I've never seen a funeral in my life, and I've attended many, that was even near or similar to the funeral and the signs that I've seen on that day and in that gathering. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this man was no ordinary man. And many times we hear of people being praised, but perhaps people are exaggerating. I've come to hear firsthand from people who have known him that even his name, his name, which was Mujahid Ramzuddin, he's a convert. SubhanAllah, one of the police officers, Muslim police officers, spoke to me about how this name was a real definition, real definition of this man's life. Mujahid in Islam means someone who strives, from jihad, right? And we know how butchered this name has become, or is this term, in the minds of many. He said this man's name, he changed it to Mujahid. Mujahid means someone who strives and struggles in the way of Allah Azza wa in the way of justice. And he swears, he said, I've never seen a man who's more outstanding, who is a better mentor, a father, a son, a neighbor, and someone who really sacrificed and strove in the way of Allah Azza wa So much so that in 2006, he was actually awarded by the police a medal of uh, valor, of courage, because he was actually engaged, and he was not afraid of anyone. In a, in a, in a, in a uh, engaging with weapons, uh, 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 an armed robber. And he was not afraid. And, and when I asked further, they said he was doing this all the time. All the time. Literally walking up to people who are, you know, with weapons, not being afraid of death. And subhanAllah, the last day of his life came when he was 21, about to turn 52. 51, excuse me. About to turn 52. Literally, this police officer told me his name, which was striving in the way of Allah, and his last name was Ramzuddin, symbol of Islam. Ramzuddin. He says, I've never seen a greater definition of sacrifice, of service, of serving Allah Azza wa than this man. And his life became a testimony to this. Brothers and sisters, I spoke to his son as well. His son, his name is, is Eric, and he's in his 20s. He told amazing stories about his father. He said, I've, I've never seen a father like him, a, a human being like him. I loved us dearly, loved my mother dearly, loved his children dearly. And he said, I'll never forget when I was 15 years of age. And my father called me from upstairs. And he, he, you know, the son doesn't speak a word of Arabic. And he said to me, he used to call me Ibn. Ibn means son. And I didn't understand early on what Ibn meant, but I came to learn. It means son. And he taught me that. He said, Ibn, I want you to wash my body when I die. And I had no clue what that meant. Why wash a body? Right? He said, oh, Father, why do you keep telling me to wash your body? Because he kept asking me to do this. He said, because it's the Islamic thing. That's all I knew. And here I am, he's 20-some years of age, saying the day has come when I was able to fulfill that promise to my father, and I bade him while crying. And he said, I couldn't, we couldn't even wash his body uh, completely because he was completely disfigured, parts of his body were gone, of his head. And he said, while I was there, <clears throat> I stepped away from, from, from the body of my father, and he said, perhaps you will not believe me. He said, as I was crying away from the body of my father, I saw my father at the exit door. He swears. He said, I saw my father at the exit door. Telling me, oh son, why are you crying? And he said, oh father, because you're not here. And he said, I told you better than that. I want you to be the leader, the strong leader for your family. And then he disappeared. And he said, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. His soul, his body was there in front of my eyes. 
He speaks for their brothers and sisters and reflecting back on his father's with tears in his eyes. And he said, if you went into the house of my father in PG County, he said, you'll see posters and quotes of Malcolm X all over. He adored Malcolm X. And we know what Malcolm X was. This courageous man of valor, of courage, who advocated for justice, who advocated for Allah, for faith, for devotion to Allah Azza wa Jal. Right? We know about his life and we know how much it was represented. But he's a man who died at the age of 39. You would have, you would have thought Malcolm X died at the age of 70 or 80. 39 years of age. Chopped. The son stands up there and he says, How ironic. Or how amazing. That Malcolm X, the man that became the iconic hero of my father, died on February 21st, 1965. February 21st. And it was buried two days later. And my father would come to die on February 21st. And would be buried two days later on a Friday. That is no coincidence, brothers and sisters. He came to live, and his life ended in the same way as his iconic hero, because that's the formula of Allah Azza wa Jal. Whatever you wish, whatever you live, you shall experience at the end of your life. Whoever you admire and take on as an example will become your life. And indeed, brothers and sisters, that's a testimony to the sons of Allah Azza wa I, I was overwhelmed myself seeing it. Because when you see the promise of Allah being fulfilled, it shakes you. Sometimes we're so distant, we're so dead, we're so unaware, we're traveling in this journey of life without thinking and reflecting, disconnecting from the heavens. The signs go on and on on that day, it's an amazing day, as we've seen literally sisters, hundreds in the mosque, in the masjid at the center of America, Muslim and non-Muslim, police officers filling the masjid, coming from the entire region from all the way in New York. NYPD was there, represented, not one or two. Tens of them. From Virginia, from Maryland, from Delaware. All coming to pay respect and salute this man. Who brought them there, brothers and sisters? There were non-Muslim police officers, including the police chief, praying next to us. With tears in their eyes. Praying as Muslims pray. Making dua as Muslims make dua. Hearing about Islam perhaps for the first time in their lives. Some. And you can imagine all the propaganda, all the brainwashing, all the things that weigh heavy on us as we hear about, you know, the assaults on our faith, and we wonder, how are we going to change a picture? How are we going to counter this narrative? Right? It feels heavy and stressful. How are we going to encounter this propaganda machine? All the negative stories about us Muslims, that, that demonize us, etc., etc. Well, here's the Son of Allah. One man who dedicated his life to Allah, whose life ended in the ultimate act of sacrifice, sacrificing his own life to respond to a neighbor without thinking twice, because he's always been doing it. And he understood every time that he went out, he could lose his life. How, how many times does this happen in our lives? Literally, that when someone knocks on your door, you're thinking, this could be my last moment, and I'm not afraid. That's a heart. That's a soul. That's testimony to faith. And what Allah can do with you, but look at the honor. Look at what Allah will do. He will bring people from all over to hear about His faith and learn something they've never learned. To be inspired by the message of Islam. To see that what Islam has meant for a human being, <clears throat> that Islam is about serving, about sacrificing, including giving your own life. And I heard it from non-Muslims saying it that day.
that uh, Mujahid's own wife and his parents are not Muslim. They said to me, brothers and sisters, well, his mother-in-law mother, his, you know, his mother tears in her, in her eyes. She's a Baptist minister. She said, I'll strive to the last day of my life defending this faith because I've seen this faith reflected in the life of my son-in-law. And I've seen the beauty of it. Both his wife and her mother, and her mother and her father were saying the same thing. Moved and inspired and uplifted through the da'wah of man-man, he didn't say a word. Thousands learned about our faith and were inspired by one man's story without him saying a word to them. And now do you believe or do you doubt Allah's ability to transform earth for you with our sincerity and service? Don't worry about the narratives. Allah does amazing things with His servants. And it's not about numbers. And it's not about any of the stuff that you see. This is about the, the sons of Allah Azza Moving forward, brothers and sisters, in the journey of that day, and it was an amazing journey. It was an amazing experience. The police chief himself, and by Allah, I've, I've, I've seen people who are so dedicated and sincere, and you could sense the sincerity of people when they're truthful and honest in their sentiments and feelings. His times, they up there to give a word. And I didn't see him leaving the side of the wife of Mujahid. <clears throat> and praying literally brothers and sisters, hugging and kissing Muslims. So which is strange to see even someone who's not of our culture kissing men, right? Just as a display of affection, of, of support. <clears throat> he stands up there, and, and I myself have never seen anyone, non-Muslim, and sometimes even Muslims, speaking about the faith as if they belong to it like him. He was quoting from the Qur'an, not like a non-Muslim learning a thing or two to just, you know, make us feel good. He was speaking to it, God's sisters, as if he owned the verses. Muslims were so moved by it. He literally quoted from the Qur'an, a verse I rarely see quoted, يُولِجُ اللَّيْلَ فِي It is Allah who merges the morning into the evening. I was like stunned, like why is he saying this verse? And then he goes on saying, إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ He says, within that are signs for those who think. And he kept saying, within those are signs who think. And he said, the life of this man and how it ended, Within it are signs for those who think. I said, subhanAllah. Allah will bring someone, right, of high status to come and witness all of this. To have encountered this man's life and, 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 and be affected by him and to come and even share the message from our faith with, with, with all of us. Telling all of us and telling everyone who, heard, who hears, within that are signs for those who reflect. How many of us are moved by these stories, brothers and sisters? And how many of us are thinking of the final acts of our lives? Is that worth it or not? Many might have be, you know, might be saying, oh, how tragic. How tragic. Only if he didn't walk out. Only if he stayed in his home. Only if he didn't pick up his gun. Only if he was on duty that day. Only if he was on duty that day. I actually heard from another police officer that Mujahid said he was so tired of gun battles because it was at a very dangerous unit. Like the, the, the police unit he was in, they were, you know, they were fighting gangs. He said he just got exhausted. He was 51. He said, so he asked to be moved to another unit, safer, so that he can retire. He said to me, this police officer, this man for 15, 20 years, he was in gun battles and the, the, the most dangerous things that you can encounter, he never died. As soon as he moves to another unit that was safer, he dies off duty. 
Subhanallah. When the time comes, it comes. But look at him, Subhanallah, living his life like this, and Allah choosing to end his life in the way he lived. In the way he lived. Honor and dignity. And Allah brought thousands of people, and I saw it, brothers and sisters, in the procession, as we were driving towards the funeral. I've never seen anything like this in my life. As soon as we left the masjid, literally brothers and sisters, there were hundreds of cars in the procession, as far as the eyes can see. Police officers lined up from the masjid all the way to the funeral site, and we were driving for some 45 minutes, saluting this man. Who brought them there? Allah Azzawajal. Why is that? To show us the honor bestowed upon a man as an early tiding to the honor that Allah has prepared for him in the heavens. How many of us wish for an ending like this? And now do you ask the question, was it worth it? Would you give up your life for an ending like this and a beginning of an eternal immortal life with Allah with such honor? Whatever life we, that we live in is the same way we're going to die. And this is the statement of Prophet Muhammad wasallam. Another powerful sign that happens that day is that as soon as we finish the salah, <clears throat> while, while we're trying to get the body out, suddenly <clears throat> I see police officers rushing to a man. And one of them was dear brother Sharif, the police officer, some of you know him. And I saw him trying to resuscitate a man. One of the men in the prayer caught his last breath as soon as we said, Salaamu Alaikum, Salaamu Alaikum. And died right there in front of us, brothers and sisters. So he himself was coming to witness this funeral on a salah of Friday. And as soon, literally, as the salamu alaykum in the salah was given, his last beat took place. And no resuscitation can bring him back. And there was another person who has passed away to Allah Azza wa Jal. Next to that martyr. Next to that shaheed. What an amazing sign from Allah Azza wa Jal. Our lives will inevitably end. And Prophet Muhammad Wasallam says, Live as long as you wish to live, you shall die. Love whatever you want to love, you shall detach from it. And do whatever you want to do, you shall be accountable for it. What are we taking with us? And what will be the ultimate act that Allah will puncture the end of our lives with? I was envious that day. I was looking at it and said, SubhanAllah, what an honorable, heroic ending. That's a legacy. That's a story. Because our lives have to end. Choose how your life will end. But how you live your life dictates how you will end. If we live far from Allah, from, from far from service, far from sacrifice, our ends will be unmemorable. And I wonder how many people will come and pray for us. And how many people will witness and be moved by our lives. And inspired. And it's not about status. It's not about names being mentioned. When Allah notes, take a, takes a note of someone, you shall be noted. You shall be known in the heavens. And Allah will make your life get multiplied. For He says, whoever saves a life, it's as if He has saved the lives of all human beings. How many lives have we saved? How many lives have we affected? This man saved the lives of people night and day. I cannot imagine how many lives are going to be counted in His record. On that Wednesday, He saved one life. And Allah says, if you saved it, He saved that woman, it's as if you saved all humanity. I wonder how many lives has He saved? Willing to put His life, put it, put it away, brothers and sisters. Give it up. Why? Because it was in His heart. Love of sacrifice and love of Allah, He lived for it. It was authentic, it was sincere. Look at the honor at the end. 
This story that day reminds me of the words of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu who was asked, O oh, Prophet of Allah, when people mention others fondly, praise them, what does that mean? Is that supposed to mean anything? We're talking about sincere praise, not inauthentic praise. <clears throat> he said, This is the early glad tidings of the believer. So people are affected by you, inspired by you, and they mention you in a good way. The Prophet ﷺ says, this is the early glad tidings of Allah to you. See, Allah wants to send you a message. You're known to me, you're beloved to me. How does He send it to you? Through all kinds of means. Amongst them is that people will be moved by you. And they'll mention you, sincerely, and in a good way. How many people are affected by us? And is Allah happy with us? And are there any glad tidings from us? Allah says, <clears throat> Those who believe and do good deeds, Allah shall deliver affection and love to them. Have you thought of the love of Allah? On that Friday, I witnessed love and affection for that man. Lives being inspired. This is the opinion of people. The opinion of people about him. What about the opinion of Allah about him? What's the opinion of Allah about you and me? And does that matter in our lives? The Prophet ﷺ tells us, Wallahi, as I was seeing this man being carried and shrouded and being carried and, and the procession taking place and then him being married, I was just reminded of the hadith of Prophet Muhammad ﷺ who says, when the believer dies, when the believer dies, that the angels will come and fill the horizon waiting for him with a shroud from the heavens. As that man was being washed, the Prophet ﷺ speaks to us about companions being washed by the angels. Washed by the angels. Sa'd ibn Mu'ad, one of the giant companions of Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. He was injured in the battle of Khandaq. And the Prophet ﷺ loved him so much from, a, from when he was even younger. He was injured and the Prophet ﷺ was concerned about him. So he, when he was being treated, he would go check on him in the morning and say, How are you, Ma'ad? And he says, Well, pain. And here's my situation. Then the Prophet ﷺ would come back at night and check on him. Every day, while he was being tended to. One day he came and he didn't find him. He has passed away. So his family carried him back to Medina. And the Prophet ﷺ was terrified. He picked up, he picked himself up, rushed running to Medina. And the companions were following him racing. And the Prophet was walking so fast that the companions said, Our sandals, the straps on them broke. We lost our, some of our garments on the way to Medina. And we were, when we caught up with the Prophet, we asked him, Oh Prophet, why are you racing? And he said to us, I'm afraid that the angels will come down and wash sad before we get there. And he went, and as he arrived to the home of his mother, he found them washing him. The Prophet ﷺ took Sa'd in the funeral to his graveyard. And as they were carrying him, some of the hypocrites said, why is the body of Sa'd feeling so light? They're trying to make fun of him. He said, ﷺ, in response, 70,000 angels have come down from the heaven to pray on this man and carry him. They've never come down to this earth. And then he buried him. And when he finished burying him, 
he gathered the companions around him and he made tasbih, subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. The companions said, we said, start saying subhanallah for a long time. Then he said, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And they said, we started saying Allahu Akbar for such a long time, not understanding why. Then they asked him, oh Prophet of Allah, why did you make subhanallahs and say subhanallahs and Allahu Akbars like the way you did? We're not accustomed to this. He said, how can I not? For a righteous man for whom the throne of Allah has moved and the doors of the heavens have opened and 70,000 angels have come to pray on who have never come to this earth before. How can I not make, you know, say subhanAllah and Allahu Akbar? How many of us desire for this, brothers and sisters? Well, as we were carrying this, that man, I just thought of to myself, subhanAllah, how many angels could be carrying him today? As we sh- shrouded him, I can imagine the angels shrouding him. And you could see it, you could feel it. As I was seeing people praying on him, I imagined angels, countless angels making dua for him. As we were praying on him, I just pictured the hadith of Prophet Muhammad where the angels we see in the masjid praying on him. As I was seeing the doors open for him, into the car, into the grave, I just pictured the doors of the heavens opening for him. And that's what the Prophet says for the believer, what awaits him or her. Angels will come and take your soul. You're going to take, be taken to the heaven and the doors will open. And you shall arrive at the throne of Allah upon which Allah will tell you, Oh my righteous soul, I am happy with you. Take down the soul of my soul and furnish from her, him or her from the furnishings of paradise. Allah is waiting for all of us. How many of us love to meet Allah Azza wa And I say, how many stories, excuse me, how many people have we inspired with our lives? And what is our sacrifice? What is our jihad on this earth? As we witness this wind, as we witness these stories, are our lives worth it? And are these endings worth the sacrifice and the tears? As I pictured and saw the tears from Mujahid, I swear, brothers and sisters, I myself was reminded of the verse in the Quran where Allah says, There are people upon whom the heavens will never cry. And there are people who, when they die, even the heavens will cry. We ask Allah Azza wa to make us among those for whom the heavens will cry and upon whom the angels will come and pray. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه Indeed, everything shall depart from our lives. Every single thing we attach to, and nothing remains but the sincere acts we do. Allah promises that a very tiny sincere act can transform earth. And as I said, I wrote this in myself in the story of this man. His sincere devotion to Allah, his life of sacrifice, his ability to help a neighbor. And, and, and when people come and ask us for, you know, for things, you know, I need you to come and give me a hand. I need a, a five minutes from you. Can I talk to you? I just need some advice. Can you help take care of my child while I'm shopping? How many of us are willing to give up five minutes? When we're asked to help the masjid and to give from our pockets for the house of Allah, how many of us are willing to do that? Understanding that that deed travels to Allah Azza That these are the deeds that remain. This man wasn't asked for ten or a thousand dollars for the masjid or to give a hand to someone. This man was asked to help a woman 
who was threatened by her ex. He left with a gun, knowing it could be my last moment. And Allah says, come. I shall grant you that honor of martyrdom. SubhanAllah, brothers and sisters. Wallahi, one should shrink as we reflect on these lives. And the honor bestowed upon him, our lives will surely end. What's the size of our life? What is it? What does it count for? And is this worth it or not worth it? The Prophet says, As you die, you shall be resurrected. I can imagine this man being resurrected in the same way. And indeed, as we live, we shall die. How will your life and my life end? How many angels will come? How many human beings will come and witness your salah? How many people will make du'a for you? When our bones are buried under the soil, may Allah grant us countless souls and hearts to make countless prayers for all of us. May Allah bestow honor upon us, brothers and sisters. I want to end with one final thing before we make the du'a, inshallah. This is a very faithful moment. These are sons of Allah that come and go in our lives. And some are more powerful than others. Today was a reminder with the wind. Last Friday was a reminder for myself who had that honor from Allah to just be a part of that experience. You can have your own experiences. This is a personal message from Allah to awaken all of us. Before it's like we're temporary guests. We're pilgrimage on our, on our way back to Allah and the journey of Allah to a journey of this earth is from Allah to Allah. From Allah to Allah and by Allah brothers and sisters just as that man was Washed, shrouded, carried, and buried, you and I shall be washed, shrouded, carried, and buried. In the same way. But the difference could be how it manifests. And it's a reflection of our lives. Today, brothers and sisters, we're going to ask again for, inshallah, an appeal to all of you to generously support this masjid. Unfortunately, the funds have gone down. And I want me to repeat this is the house of Allah. The house of Allah. And I'm going to ask you. Just reflect on this man and his sacrifice. Reflect on the souls he has affected. Reflect, up, reflect upon the thousands that have made du'a for him. Reflect upon the story rippling out throughout America with people thinking about our faith of his life. When we ask you brothers and sisters to help this masjid, the house of Allah, who are you helping? Who am I helping? We're helping ourselves. That deed travels to Allah. By Allah, brothers and sisters. Let that be our little tiny sacrifice. We're not asking for souls to be given away. We're asking from the provision that Allah has granted us. And the Prophet says, Never will your wealth diminish when you give for the sake of Allah. Never. If anything, it will open the doors of the heavens, of provision, of healing for you and your family. In fact, the Prophet said that if you have an ill person in your family, give and Allah will heal them. It's actually one of the ways to bring the mercy of Allah into our lives. What if these days is our lives? Wouldn't you love to have given something for the sake of Allah, for the sake of His remembrance in His home? This is our community, brothers and sisters. This is not the job of one or two or three people. There are people who are willing to roll up their sleeves. And we are going to make this plea that please on your way out. And may Allah bless this act of yours and make it your act of sacrifice today before tomorrow. Say Amen. That we generously give for the sake of Allah. On your way out, please, brothers and sisters, write checks. Give the pot, you know, the cash in your pocket. Put it in the masjid bin, please. And we remind that there is alhamdulillah a very generous brother in our community. May Allah bless him and his family and reward him. Who has pledged to match dollar for dollar every dollar donated for the masjid until the first of Ramadan. Unfortunately, as I said, the funds have gone down and we need to keep the lights running. We need to keep this masjid 
open for all of us and functioning, inshallah, delivering programs, right? For our children and families so that they can walk this walk of service, of faith, and inshallah, inspire many others. And you know what it comes down to? Our sincerity. It's not about necessarily what we, how much it's, it's the sincerity behind it. But give generously, brothers and sisters. Let us do this together, inshallah, we can. Of course, it's a blessed community. Please, on your way out, make this your commitment to Allah. And say, Ya Allah, you're witnessing me. Make this masjid witness for me. Make the heavens witness for me. Make the angels witness for me. With that, inshallah, I conclude with a dua to Allah. Oh Allah, you are the most generous. You are the most merciful. Ask your Allah that you bestow your mercy upon us. Pardon us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our sins, Ya Allah. Grant us, Ya Allah, steadfastness, steadfastness on your path, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus in the companionship of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, grant us acts of sacrifice, acts of righteousness, acts of goodness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us acts of goodness with which we can come closer to Ya Allah, with which we can earn your love, Ya Allah. Make us among the generous. Make us among those who donate for your sake, Ya Allah. Make us, Ya Allah, among those who, who fill your masjid with life, Ya Allah, with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Make us among the people of your masjid, Ya Allah. Make us, Ya Allah, among the companions of the righteous, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, join us with Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Bestow your mercy upon those who have left this earth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, grant our brother Mujahid Ramzuddin your mercy and your pardon. And upon everyone, that, Ya Allah, that has left this earth, that you have taken their souls away, Ya Allah, grant them your mercy, Allah. Heal the sick amongst us. Heal our families and children, Ya Allah. Grant us your mercy and pardon. Allahumma khfilana wa rahamna wa afa'anna wa tawalla amrana wa ahsan khalasana wa akhtim bilbaqiyat salihati a'amalana. Allahumma anna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik wa jalna ya rabbi salamawati ardi ibadika salihina al-muttaqina al-adarar wa kina jannata al-firdawsi ma'al nabiyina wa shuhadai wa salihina wa hasuna ulaika rafiqa wa sallallahumma ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alih wa sahbihi ajma'in wa akhim as-salam.